Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Bud Clark, the two-term mayor of Portland who went from bar owner to politician back to beloved bar owner, died Tuesday. He was 90 years old. Clark seemed to embody the city's existence on the national and regional stage as a quirky place. He rode bikes, had a funky mustache and beard, and owned the Goose Hollow Bar with his wife. He was also mayor of Portland from 1985 to 1992. During that time, the city built the Oregon Convention Center, developed a nationally recognized plan for the homeless, and extended its transit service. He took office with a budget shortfall and left with substantial reserves. Clark beat out conservative Frank Ivancy, the incumbent mayor, to win office in what was then a shocking result in a May primary. His tenure wasn't all smooth sailing. He cycled through three police chiefs in less than three years and tried to shift the city to a community policing model. But his colleagues like Mike Lindbergh remembered him as a connective force in the city. Portlanders felt they had access to City Hall, Lindbergh said. He had a magnetism and charisma about him. Clark spurned some of the trappings of public office. He's perhaps best remembered for his likeness and images throughout time, like opening his overcoat to a nude downtown Portland statue in the Expose Yourself to Art poster, navigating his canoe on the Willamette River, or riding his bike to City Hall. Clark was a history buff and loved the story of Cincinnatus, the Roman statesman who left his farm to save Rome, then resigned and went home after leading the defeat of rival tribes. After two terms, Clark followed his role model. Residents of Portland's sleepy North Tabor neighborhood are reeling following the deadly shooting in the typically quiet neighborhood on Sunday night. Officers found a dead man near Cooch and Northeast 52nd Avenue at 8.30 p.m. Sunday. The deadly shooting is the 10th that's occurred in the month of January. The deadly shooting was the 10th in the month of January alone. Julie Unger, a 43-year-old lifelong Portlander who moved to that neighborhood in 2008, said she heard an argument Sunday night and then a bunch of gunshots. She and her husband and 18-year-old son didn't see the shooter. She called the homicide, quote, shattering. Portland set a record for homicides in 2021. The Clark County deputy who fatally shot Dan Zahoda, the off-duty Vancouver policeman, was one of three deputies who was involved in the fatal shooting of Kevin Peterson Jr. in 2020. That was one of the latest developments revealed Tuesday in the Clark County shooting that occurred this weekend. John Feller, a Clark County deputy since 2018, was the lone officer who fired shots this weekend that ultimately killed Zahoda on his front porch. The coroner's office said late Tuesday that Zahoda's death was a homicide which means it was caused by another person. He died of multiple gunshot wounds to the torso. Feller fired a rifle within seconds of arriving at the house, according to investigators. By that time, Zahoda had already fought and been stabbed multiple times by Julio Seguro, according to police investigators. Seguro was inside the house when Feller shot Zahoda. Seguro faces attempted murder and numerous other charges. Art lovers, rejoice. You have a new place to go. Beaverton. The Patricia Research Center for the Arts is officially inching towards serious action. After more than two years of construction, the Arts Center is preparing to open to the public with its first show, Nobuntu, a Zimbabwean a cappella group, on March 8th. A full slate of performances is scheduled through the spring, including performances by the Count Basie Orchestra, as well as shows by the Oregon Symphony, 
White Bird, and the Portland Gay Men's Chorus. The 43,000-square-foot building is also designed to host special events like galas or receptions, which are expected to be a regular occurrence throughout the years. The $55 million price tag for the building includes a $13 million gift from Pat Reeser for whom the center is named. She's the board chair of Research Fine Foods. Another $21 million came from public sources, including the city of Beaverton's transit lodging tax. Smaller donations from individuals around the region also supported the development. Most events will take place in the main theater, where there's a 550-seat auditorium. Visual arts will also be a regular feature in the center's street-facing art gallery, which opens March 1st with a show about Celilo Falls, the massive waterfall on the Columbia River that was inundated by the Dalles Dam in 1957. That exhibit features local indigenous artists and performers. The art gallery will be open to the public daily. To learn more about human interest stories like the Research Center out in Beaverton, go to our website, hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.